Welcome to the second episode of Secret Summary. Now, this is a little different one because it's not a piece of gym equipment. It's a review of a very popular documentary which is released at the moment known as Game Changers. And now Game Changers is a plant-based diet uh documentary do you know the name of the guy who's who's the actual host so it was a jack wills is an mma fighter a former ufc fighter and he if you haven't seen the documentary basically long story short jack takes us on this journey of huh oh my god <laughs> vegetables you know like it takes it through like yeah he's just realizing this as if he somehow didn't have this whole idea for the documentary in mind when he proposed it to producers but aside from that I just we just want to start off by saying that this is a review of Game Changers documentary and what we thought of it and the evidence they're presenting. This is not a review of vegans or a plant based diet. No, and we'd like to say from the very start Put your hand down. That's you mansplaining. It's a microaggression. It's a micro yeah. uh, we've nothing against vegans at all. Very actually, like well like what I say an awful lot is that very positive towards vegans because they have made a choice they've thought about where their food is coming yeah. from rather than being oblivious to where their food is coming from they've thought about it they've decided they don't like what's happening they don't want animals to die for them to eat and they've made very conscious efforts to remove themselves from that and positive action towards doing something that they feel is better for people and like the one thing you can say about the vegan diet or plant-based diets is it has morally very little consequences. So they, like net negative, not very little consequences, but they have, well, it's it's hard to prove the negatives of the, like, so. We're not probably, even, yeah, we're not even going to go into yeah. it. But, but no, no, I think it's worth, it's worth, I think it's worth talking about, like before we get into the game changers, because yeah. like, I think people will take this as attack of veganism. And obviously a lot okay. of our friends are vegans. And I think, yeah. you know, like how we feel about vegans is that like, they have really put themselves in a position and backed up their their words with actions, you know. Yeah, which is very admirable. And like these are all questions we've thought about before. Yeah, they're like both of us are highly invested in sourcing our own meat, sourcing a lot of our own food. Seem to be chickens, hens. Yeah, yeah, chickens, hens. Um, like butchering our own meat, growing our own veg. Like this is stuff we do ourselves, and they're questions we've asked ourselves. And obviously. If we, someone's made the change to be vegetarian or vegan, yeah, they're thinking along the same lines, right? Which we support. Yeah, definitely. This wholeheartedly. is an absolute atrocity of a documentary. So, like, if you see the one, this is nothing to do with veganism. Absolutely nothing. They actually avoid using the word veganism. Yeah, very, very much so in the film. It's only mentioned a few times, like cowspiracy and like what the health and stuff were more artfully made documentaries rightfully or wrongly with their facts yeah and like what we just as well would like to point out is if someone made a carnivore documentary we would tear it apart with as much vigor yeah, 100% because yeah. that is just as dumb yeah for us for the evidence they would almost certainly be presenting okay so we're gonna start at the start right and uh finish at the end <laughs> finish at the end so like yeah if you if you see the documentary you yeah. can kind of remember as we kind of go chronically down or uh, like sequentially down through our explanation of it and, and kind of some of the counterpoints we'd raise 
if you haven't yet seen it, mm-hmm. we probably don't recommend watching because it it's a little uh, bit tripe. Uh, it's worth watching. It's 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 entertainment value is high. It's shock factor is yeah, and it's worth. It will give some more kind of um, substance to this interview or sorry interview review if you do listen to it. Or yeah, watch like it. if you have a morsel of scientific training. Yeah. Um, even at like leaving cert or high school level, you'll be able to pick through what the bullshit is. You know, it doesn't take no a degree in biochemistry to see that the things they're trying to say aren't true. Well, I'm glad one of us has one. <laughs> uh, so I could I, I wanted to my biggest so the initial problem with the documentary right is this kind of false kind of narrative he has at the start of where he's like huh oh my god plant-based diet yeah, and he seems to be like chronicling a voyage of discovery but it's 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 clearly not like it's clearly an advocate for the vegan diet like this obviously started as his um like he's as he's recounting of like this is obviously just going to this whole documentary was a vegan or plant based yeah and like, even at the start right it starts off with him uh, sitting on his couch being like I read loads of peer reviewed papers yeah and it's just like him sitting there in a laptop with some papers around him yeah and like <sighs> I just don't think there's any need for that you don't no need to stage those things but like there's no need to lie to people not like yeah deceive people into being like trying to lead them down a journey of um because plant people be- feel like they're discovering it with you like and yeah. it's that it's trying for, to get that buy in but that it what was achieved was just a a sense of oh it this is clearly where he's going with this he's clearly going yeah. with a plant-based diet is where he wants you to believe whereas if he said at the start he's like i'm going to show you why i think the vegan diet is best and i'm going to take yeah. you on the place i would have bought into it a lot more and had a little bit more respect for him than the oh my god veganism you know th- yeah, this stuff yeah, is yeah. not this it's, big unveiling at the end like have a bit more respect for people i think in terms of how you trying to t- where are you trying to take them yeah so it starts off right with a oh, it starts off with an explanation of why he so he got injured and he's trying to find this diet to help his recovery but then they go looking at gladiators right yeah and so whatever kind of romanticized view of gladiators there is right they're like gladiators were the most prized warriors and all, like gladiators were slaves yeah and they're like gladiators were fed on mainly a diet of beans and rice and they, like yeah because because they were slaves yeah like they, they had the nickname of barley munchers and the reason so first of all the problem with the gladiator bit was so they burned it in something looked like an icp or something a plasma oh flame oh my god this they, was they crazy. they burned the bones and i cannot remember what they were looking for i can't it was like if it goes blue it means they ate ma- meat and if it, it goes red it was lots of vegetables and beans yeah. and stuff which is fine but so your man called that a study right but I had a bit of looking into that and it's not actually a study it's an anecdote is what they call it yeah. he just basically so they found the graveyard of 68 or something gladiators buried in uh, Turkey yeah and they did this study whatever you want to call it it's not it's, it's not a, yeah, pure, yeah, it's not a yeah. public study and they they burned the bones, whatever. So the one of the reasons they did this was because they wanted an extra layer of subcutaneous fat for two reasons. So if you got cut, it would reduce your ability to get close to your capillaries and your major yeah. arteries and stuff like that, major blood vessels. So you Which wouldn't makes bleed. Perfect sense. Unbelievable sense. When you have to fight lions and other men with swords so every someone, week. If someone's trying to stab you, I want to foot a fat in front of my abdominal. Yeah. And the other one was it wouldn't um, expose nerve endings when you were cut 
So if the more fat yes. you have, so you wouldn't obviously be excruciating pain. Yeah. And another reason was because I could cut you, right, and you wouldn't die as fast, so it'd be more blood and the spectacle would be even greater. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the more fat you had, the more cuts everyone could take without dying. Yeah. And so it would look it would look like even better boat, you know? Yeah. So they ate predominantly grains and beans to get more body fat, which yeah. in itself is obviously a, a, a terrible reason for a diet, unless you're being stabbed. And, and like, you need to realise that, like, they're comparing gladiators to UFC fighters, right? That That's not the same thing. That's not at all in any way similar. These guys aren't... <coughs> these guys aren't being kind of selected as up and coming talent no then being taken into training camp like joe they're just slaves yeah, that are made fight each other until they die like we're thinking them of conor mcgregor's and um like nate diaz's and yeah re- like celebrities like at the end of the day they were slaves and you're not going to give them your best beef <laughs> or your literally like, or your prize out up from northern africa or something. yeah like you're not going to do that um okay so, so actually also, speaking of conor mcgregor yeah oh he's no the next guy or, is he next up after this? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it then moves on to Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, uh, the first fight, right? Just the first fight. Which is quite interesting yep. because the documentary has only been released this year, so they know the result of the second fight. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, and the, like the story behind this fight, it's a UFC fight. Conor McGregor is uh, champion of two weight classes. Nate Diaz is called in on eleven days notice. Uh, to replace an injured fighter that McGregor was supposed to be fighting. Uh, the fight goes four, is it three or four rounds or something? Uh, the fight progresses on into the later rounds and he submits McGregor with a tap out. So he, I think it's like a rear naked choke or something. Yep. I can't remember what it was. Uh, and then they take these like selective sound bites from the press conferences after and from some interviews and it was like they cut to McGregor mid-sentence and it was like Eating it was a fight of energy yeah and he won that fight and then it's like straight away meat doesn't give you energy no. and you're like okay okay well, saying eat two sticks a day that was the other thing yeah put me at a disadvantage and that like that was directly taken from so yeah a, a different interview. interview when he was talking about cutting weight yeah and then being under pressure to cut weight you know and the dishonesty starts here. There's no need for that. Like, no. they, like what they're looking for is a load of anecdotal evidence. Yeah. From individuals is like is one of the big goals in conjunction with lots of science. Yeah. And the anecdotal people they find is poor. Just out, like that is a like basically an outright lie. So obviously, as we know, Connor came back and beat Nate Diaz. But we've proved nothing. Like even yeah. in that instance, we're not proving that steak. Yeah. That heavy steak yeah, diet yeah. is making you a better fighter. Like this is proof that a night there's a net negative like there's net zero there like there's nothing no. this has proved nothing that he came back and beat him even though he still ate meat i think another really important thing is like they keep pushing the energy thing right yeah uh, nutrition is a lot is a lot more than caloric intake yeah and energy doesn't like we draw the majority of our energy from carbohydrates and, and like meat doesn't consist of carbohydrates Meat is predominantly protein, and a lot of people who have a meat-based diet have a lot of protein and fat. And in athletic endeavors, most of the time we're taking our our carbohydrates as our main energy source. Like most of the time, it's a, an oxidative uh, energy source, and we're taking glycogen in the form of carbohydrates or producing it from it. So, 
Yeah, also to say meat, yeah, like, oh, the meat eater doesn't have any energy, like that's it. It's completely insignificant, yeah, because they're both probably eating white rice as a main sort of carbohydrate, yeah, or some sort of sweet potato or something. Well, you've basically got to the end of our entire review, which is why can't you just eat vegetables and get the positive effect while yeah. also eating meat and get the positive and effect of those? Yeah, like they also neglected to mention as well, I suppose, <coughs> on that tangent of um, caloric intake. And carbohydrates not being so that was a heavy feature of the whole film was calories are your carbohydrates all coming from um plant-based sources yeah. and carbohydrates being the main fuel for your performance which is which is, is of course is true yeah but they also like they didn't mention things like say for example like you've like neoglucogenesis which is like if you eat excessive amount of protein your body can through ways that's not very desirable and it's not first protocol to get carbohydrates can change protein into glycogen you know yeah but like just leaving out stuff like that is also like just a, a poor documentary in itself yeah. like there's just no need for that kind of thing and like uh, they're trying to pull them like the wool over people's eyes with this pushing of energy and pushing of prolonged energy and pushing of like this idea of enhanced endurance due to meat-based diet like no deep or sorry a, yeah. a plant-based diet i'm just so used to saying it uh so they go on next to this ultra runner mm-hmm. who wants to run the, the Appalachian Trail or something, right? Is it the Camino? No, the Appalachian, not the Camino. Appalachian Trail, yeah. The Camino's uh, been. So, <laughs> firstly, you're, when you're talking, like, obviously these are elite athletes, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, we're not questioning athletic prowess. No, no, no. Like, but we're heavily questioning but, an athlete's yeah. knowledge of scientific literature. But as well... And physiology... And nutrition. I think the important thing is if you looking for anecdotal evidence of individual athletes and you put them out there to be critiqued, trying to show them as being phenomenal athletes, you're opening yourself up to people yeah. being like, well, they're not the best athletes. No reflection on the people in themselves. Yeah, so we're, not, we're not even going to comment no, no, on we, the progress of an athlete. No, because like, that, that's useless evidence yeah. like in itself. Like unless there is, unless, for example, they produced 15 world record runners or something on an yeah, entirely yeah, vegan based diet for the last 10 yeah. years then no, you can kind of be like 100 years or even but let's say like just a short or like a reasonable yeah. period of time then you can start kind of being like oh maybe there yeah. might be something to it and then you'd have to be like someone's got to do some kind of peer-reviewed published research and like we always say as well that while we do like studies we think programming and coaching is as much of an art as it is from science because yeah. a lot of the science has not been done yet or is in the process of being done. And the thing, like, if if you're on the cutting edge of of high performance sport, yeah, the studies won't have been done. You know, Absolutely because not. it will usually be somebody coming through that system, Am observing I? that system, and then yeah, and then doing subsequent studies on it in years to come. It might never be done. No, because it might be too small a, a segment of like, say for weightlifters, you're never going to be like the effect of RDLs versus stiff legged deadlifts yeah, on yeah, a weightlifter's yeah, yeah. pull. Like, it's just yeah. not going to be something that's. No, no and, and look, if the studies are done, they're done. Uh, they're done to a lower quality and maybe not over a, a period of time that would make sense or with a high enough sample size that would make sense. Yeah. Um. Just so on the point of that, right? Yeah. The runner. The runner. So we're starting to hear from athletes now, right? And you're hearing these little snippets and these little sound bites, and and now we hear uh, we hear a quote of how could a meat-free diet give me enough energy, right? Uh, the kind of the huh I th- really huh? that really bothered me that kind of whole like but I thought it couldn't happen yeah like if somebody thinks that meat is what gives you energy yeah and they're commenting on a nutritional documentary yeah like this is like 
me going into a mechanics right and being like but how can a car start when i turn the key yeah yeah like and i've no idea how the engine works yeah like you're you're asking somebody to comment like it's literally like asking me to comment on how that car works yeah. outside the door i can drive the car yeah i can i can operate the vehicle but i've no idea what goes on under the bonnet and this is what a lot like i'm going to say the vast majority of the people we hear speak in this documentary yeah have little to know and it's actually very useful because the people who know something about physiology mm-hmm. or nutrition yeah. they like to wear white lab coats in this oh they do the doctors they love the white lab coats and clipboards so so that runner as well in that case he actually ended up he got injured while he was doing it i think he did he say some kind of quad strain or abductor yeah, yeah. so anyway he, he beat the the record for the appalachian trail by four hours or something like that someone else has subsequently broke it who wasn't a plant-based from Belgium I think beat it by five days but obviously again that means absolutely nothing that doesn't mean anything that says nothing no that doesn't say anything about your man having the diaping better these are not useful they're just really not useful points to be bringing no. up in s- unless there's hundreds of people doing it yeah. and then you can start being like oh Jesus you know maybe it is better but yeah so then we've what we start to see now then is like this uh, as we go further into the documentary this rhetoric of Basically, what they're saying is sacrificing the calories you have in carbohydrates mm-hmm. and making them into meat calories gives you less energy, right? Yeah. Calories are calories are calories are calories yeah. forever. Yeah. In terms of the energy brought into your body, mm-hmm. they're processed in different ways, but a calorie is a fucking calorie. Obviously, if I'm going running an ultra marathon, I want huge amounts of glycogen stored versus if i'm going doing a one rep max squat it probably doesn't matter that much so in terms of your micro or your macronutrient split the amount of carbs to protein to fat that's going to change but that has nothing to do with not eating meat or not so then they move on to i think the next segment is is someone we, we should probably comment on because it's close to home and they comment on uh they bring kendrick farris into it who was um a very very solid american main of third yeah so they showed him he's when he went to three olympics and in rio he competed as a vegan he prepared for that i think for i don't know how long before as a vegan i think 2015 he started as a vegan or plant-based whatever you want to call it he's so if we're going to argue the point and we're going to bring out athletes and try and show them as anecdotal evidence that a plant-based side is better, his all-time best total was as a as a meat eater, like he in yeah. competition, which is what we're going by. I, mean, I think it was it was fairly significant. It was like eight or nine kilos or something like that, if I can remember properly. It was in like three forty three forties into the three fifties, some of the thing. And well, that the good thing about wave thing is it's incredibly objective, and the numbers don't lie. But again, this means nothing. This the, the re, he, we don't know that the vegan diet was the reason he totaled less. No, at a lighter, at a heavier body weight. Like this means it could again, just be he's getting older. Yeah, it means could nothing. Be training isn't going as well. He could yeah. have been injured. It means absolutely nothing. Yeah. It, if there's four hundred Kendrick Ferrises, yeah, all in the same system. Yeah. They've all done two Olympic cycles, and then their third they go to vegan, or uh, ideally you'd have it staggered that first some were vegan, second some were vegan third time we're vegan and then you run a randomized control trial we have a control group where all like then you can start drawing inferences right yeah you can start saying you can't say anything you may as well be talking about the color of a singlet 
exactly and that's like that just follows the whole way through this I think just one an athlete they mentioned before Kendrick Ferris is Carl Lewis right oh yeah yeah short little clip of him yeah and they say like oh he hit his best PBs late in his career uh he wasn't competitive until like in, I think he hit a world record at 31 or something um 30 oldest. 30 he is a convicted doper has stated in front of a tribunal that he was doping and that his doping was covered up he also stated in front of a tribunal that these records were set while he was doping so for you to say geez i said all these records and i was vegan mm-hmm. uh geez that's class isn't it and, and like but i i i, I was yeah. also um taking performance enhancing drugs at the same time which negate a lot of nutritional aspects. <laughs> um, which basically means... But this is a recent interview with him. He was older here. Gen- I don't know what the interview yeah. was, but this was in the last few years. So it's not like at the time he couldn't say it. This was him... No, no, he was He's 50s open. or whatever yeah. here. Like. Um, and, oh, it's, this is where we start to see like the actual underbelly of what this is, right? They'll try and bring you in and say, oh, plant-based people have so much more energy, right? Plant-based more people are getting more carbohydrates, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Energy has nothing to do with protein per se. And then you start to see this, like, bollocksology. So then they go to, um, so they do basically two different studies mm-hmm. with uh, six different NFL athletes. So there was, um, in the first one, there's three NFL athletes. One of them is a vegan all the time. And the other two are just normal meat eaters, standard well, I won't say standard American diet because they're NFL athletes. So, but they eat a meat. Ba- they eat meat in their diet. They give them. One of them gets a vegan burrito. The vegan gets that. The other two get a or grass fed beef, and the other one gets um, organic chicken. Whatever those words mean, really. They give it to them, and then they take a sample of their blood two hours later. Then they put it in a centrifuge and they spin their blood down. So if you don't know, what a centrifuge is. It's basically just a, like a motor and there's little um, aliquots you put in your, so they have test tubes like 50 mm falcon tubes or something like that. They put them in there and they spin them down. And amazingly, what always happens when you have biological matter and you put it in the centrifuge is it separates out in different parts, Yeah, which is what you're trying to do with a centrifuge. In accordance with its density. And, um, which, you wa- which is what you want the centrifuge to do. And yeah. he comes back with their samples of blood and the day after, sorry, they actually, they give them they all get uh, plant-based burritos. Yeah. And they spend down that blood too. So then he comes back with their sports samples from both days. And so what he shows them basically is two chest test tubes of their blood and they have a separate so they're red blood cells on the bottom, probably white blood cells at the top. And then we have um, what's left is like a lot of um, mostly water or plasma, plasma yeah. left. And one of them, so the vegans, both samples of his are, are clear. The plasma at the top is very clear. And it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then he shows them both the um, the meat eaters. And then when they eat the meat burrito, their plasma is very cloudy. And what he's saying is, this is the fat from your burrito. So this must be yeah. incredibly bad for you. But I suppose any any kind of doctor or any kind of nutritional experts, which we Anybody are... Anybody who's done... If you're over 14 years of age and you've done something like home economics, mm-hmm. uh, any kind of site like biology, any kind of yeah. thing with a morsel of nutritional 
So you know know how fat has to enter your bloodstream. Like this yeah. is incredibly well known. There's a man like there's a lot of pushback and there's a lot of debate over whether dietary cholesterol even increases your cholesterol temporarily or permanently. Yeah. And obviously what happens is when fat enters your bloodstream, they get to your cells. And because you can see the fat in this plasma when they spin it down, they're saying it's ev- they're saying it's evidence of meat being bad for you, which is just it's um <laughs> they, they it's also, a mind blowing like, it's a mind blowing conclusion to take. Yeah. It because means, the fat is not see through. Like what they're saying is the opalescence of this this plasma when it changes that it's much worse for you. Yeah. And the the lads they have are like, Oh my god. And oh. I can understand where their position if someone shows you this and you don't know what's going on, you might be like, Fucking hell. Yeah. But it's it's incredibly deceptive and it means so and, little. And what does, like what does it mean, right? What, yeah. If some if somebody says uh if somebody shows me a scan of my retina or like a scan of the windscreen of my car and it's like uh, if you eat plant-based diet this goes really cloudy and then I'm like oh fuck yeah like this is directly affecting the amount of light yeah. that gets into my eyes yeah uh i can't see as well right yeah why do they think how opaque a layer of or an amount of substance in my blood is yeah has any reference to being any way important to my health they say like so they show us uh a graphic right of, the of uh, a blood vessel and like the endothelium like the the cell lining of those blood vessels and then says that the more opaque the blood is the endothelium won't function and they're saying it's basically closing in your arteries they're saying the more animal fat or whatever yeah. in your blood is closing in and but yet they don't cite any peer-reviewed papers they have a beautiful graphic the cgi is phenomenal it's the great. graphics look great right and obviously there was a lot of money thrown at this you'll see this in this documentary there was a shit ton of money thrown at this documentary yeah uh, and like it's obvious to know where the source of that money is it's very very clear where the source of that money is uh but they're they're drawing inferences and it's like yeah we're not even going to so, so then we have uh, a second study then of oh my god this three separate so actually three separate nfl players <laughs> and what basically put is uh, an erection erection measuring mis- machine on them while they sleep so again we we throw out all pretense of um a well-designed study and we don't no, have any of, of just study design they don't in any kind of yeah they call it a study as well, well so in fairness the fellow who spent the blood down he was like he's inferring that it's hard scientific data basically and the fellow who um the doctor who does the boner thing basically <laughs> said the urologist is saying well it's not a study but it's given us promising results yeah, which is no, such like, a, a but oxymoron this is hugely exciting results and you're like how That's, these results mean nothing yeah like so ba- they measured their boners during the night basically same again meat-based diet the their boners are less frequent than the night after when they give them uh, a plant-based burrito again i think and I, like, I just want to make one note on this right yeah. before you continue on. So they put two rings on the penises well, look, of I, the I'm players, not, right? I'm not questioning the machine. No, no, I'm not questioning yeah. the machine, right? But if you, if someone put an elastic band around your cock, right? But the first, like, the first, the night, first night, yeah, the first night, the you wear it, night, you're gonna, Jesus Christ, your Mickey wouldn't come out for a week after it. And then they give you a plant-based diet and make you wear there was it a two second time. There was two rings. And two rings. And there was so a massive contraption strapped twice the size of this and twice the size. To their leg, right? 
on the inside of their leg. Like the ecological validity of that study is harsh. Shit. It's upsetting that they're um, they're using it as evidence. Like so, it was one night, one meal from that night, and then the next night, one meal just for so both. It was only all that was taken into account was one meal before each um, yeah. segment of their their whatever you want to call it, and it was just one night of each. And then that was it, and one meal before each. So there was no, like, nothing was standardized. There was no repeatability. They, the like, the variables they took into account were one meal right before bed. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It was just, there was no acclimatization to using the contraption, which anyone with any sense of, like, any sense of, like, honesty would be like, we'll give them a week just to get used to this before we even consider it. And then they would spend several weeks feeding them there um yeah to get a really like like get a legitimate average yeah and obviously lo and behold the second night when they ate the plant-based the vegan-based um boners for days boners for days twice yeah. as long twice as hard their dick actually grew an inch i think yeah that's why, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, he yeah. said their girlfriends got hotter so uh, so the, well, like this is that's, that's <laughs> it's, so, it's upsetting it's, that they put that in there was just no need for that yeah and like if you saw my stories yesterday obviously the stories were pretty pissed off right these are uh, so right the, the medical professionals doing these studies are, are like I'm not even going to call them studies doing these little exercises uh, they're demos like you know when you yeah. uh, you bring kids in and you like put like sodium and carbonate th- to be honest I think if you brought in some uh, like primary school kids 12 year olds and you were trying to show them uh, like point out all the things wrong with the study yeah they'd be able to point them out if we called in the black labrador from the next room she'd be like well there's no ecological validity yeah uh, give me more burritos uh, <laughs> so it's extremely it's, dishonest yeah like this but it, it has that heart-hitting factor i suppose which is which was part of the nobody uh, wants to see their dick going soft nobody wants to see that no so then we move on to something which would be very close to home for us as we talked about you know sourcing our own food basically or as much as we can of it and what they talk about again is is it's very upsetting to listen to because it's it's undeniably like untrue. So of course everyone knows like there was a massive jump in civilization when humans started farming, which is no one's arguing with that. That's yeah. like well they're going back farther than that and they're saying so they had this geneticist who doesn't look like someone who does any hunting, but I'd like that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. But he doesn't look like it, right? No. So he says He looks like a soft cock. And I'm just gonna put that out there. So and a lot of people in this documentary. We're not we're not commenting like on anyone, right? We're not co- only commenting. I'm just gonna say it. So when he, he basically, <laughs> long story short, they're they're all saying they're not even referring. They're saying that humans barely ate meat and they only ate plants, and mostly plants. And you're saying if you were sent back in time pre civilization, you would want the knowledge to know which plants to eat rather than basically knowing how to hunt or have a sharp stick. So, like it's um, I, if we take. If we take Ireland, okay, right? So let's yeah. take... It's very similar to a lot of Northern Europe. Yeah. And a lot of Russia, right? A lot of Northern Russia, say... A the huge Western amount of the world has a similar climate to this. Canada, right? So we have... Yeah. So they're saying you could... Early humans ate only plants. And they had two beautiful graphics. They right? also laughed off the fact they were like... <laughs> why would you want meat? Yeah. <laughs> so they had graphics of like humans eat with a deer in front of them and humans with fruit and vegetable in them. All of the fruit and vegetables they have were... <laughs> only native to our time grown because they've been like basically selectively bred farmed like yeah like massive apples so huge they had broccolis broccolis yeah apples carrots bananas and carrots none right? of which was 
an enemy useful to say, for example, our ancestors in like Northern Europe. So in, in Ireland, we were we just looked through. We kind of had a look at some of the plants that we knew of that you could eat. Yeah. So obviously, right, we're going to take mushrooms out of it. Mushrooms. Take mushrooms well, no, like mushrooms will pop up for a day or two. No, we'll include those. Okay, so you might have 48 hours of a mushroom spore coming up. In August. Yeah, in August or September. Uh, hugely fickle resource. Mm-hmm. They can't, like, obviously they can be dried and they can be uh, stored. But, like, in terms of... The potential for dying is huge. It's our, yeah, in terms of paleolithic people, um, the knowledge is obviously very important for them to have that they can eat this mushroom but not that one. But it's not a prolonged food source. It's something that will yeah. come up and give a, a a slight boost to their... How do you dry them as well in your pre Also, the nutritional content of mushrooms. Like, there's some very, very, very good yeah. micronutrients. Yeah. But they're not going to be giving you a big boost of, of calories. But, like, today would be a good day for mushrooms. It was a little bit warmer, like a month ago. Yeah. After, you might see a few mushrooms. The amount of calories you get is minute. Yeah. So, what we've left in is late August, kind of early September... We have starting into the berry season. Berry season, so we have a lot of blackberries in Ireland. Uh, some, some gooseberries. I don't even know if gooseberries are native to Ireland. Yeah, but they're here. Like they're here. Let's say they were here then. Yeah, crab apples. What do you do with those? Crab apples are like and not you something. Just, you just eat them as you go. You eat them as you have them while you're looking for meat. And like what they keep in the um, in this documentary, they keep going like, "Oh, the brain feeds on glucose. The brain yeah. is roaring out for glucose." Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, the body also produces glucose for a number of different sources. Yeah. So, or glycogen, sorry. Uh, so, obviously, humans are made to eat a, a vast, like Anything. a huge array of things, right? So, moving on from September, when the blackberries go away, possibly October, if it's very, very warm, they might still be there. You We've might have like you might have had wild strawberries during the summer. Very few and far between, Ireland, let's say. Yeah, you'll have some wild garlic, wild gores. Yeah, um, and then you'll have some like root vegetables. You'd maybe some dandelions and some watercress. Yeah, it's probably all that's left that you need. All of this, which is just makes your meat taste better. <laughs> this one, I it looks like it's to me. flavorings. It's flavorings for um, me. But like, what people don't seem to understand is. There's not fucking fields of potatoes, right? There's not potatoes in Ireland. No. Until the 1800s. Yeah. There's not uh, big rows of carrots. There's and, and if there are carrots somewhere, they're the size of your thumb. Yeah. They're tiny and you'll get very, very little nutritional value from them. In terms of bananas, if you are living around the tropics or something, like wild bananas are tiny, right? They taste phenomenally good, mm-hmm. but they're tiny. Yeah. They take a long time to come in and be ripe. And then they go stay, or they go off almost immediately. So these like, kinds of things where people say people are just plant based, mm-hmm. and they turn up their nose at the idea that people hunted and fished and ate shellfish and like all these other things. It's so uh, unbelievably untrue. It's, it's laughable. It's just a, a downright lie, like which is yeah. Again, there is no need so they if found, you're trying to promote veganism. They found a cave. In, I think it was in Northern Europe. I think it was around Scandinavia somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to a podcast on it this week. They found a cave with the leg four bones. So just like the shank of the front leg yeah. of 20,000 fallow deer Get out of in it. And they're from like, uh, they're from like just the beginning of the Stone Age and they carbon dated them. Yeah. So it means even back that far. So this is before like any story, like... They're not even napping flint heads at this time, right? Yeah. They're literally chasing them down with their bare hands. 
they're preserving those bones because they're a thicker wall of those bones and the marrow will stay in those fresh for longer and putting those into these caves where it's cooler for longer so it's clear that people are preserving animal products for a very 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 long time yeah 20,000 is outrageous that's actually a staggering number yeah so if you take a fallow deer right a standard fallow deer male um you get 50 kilos of meat would you no no nowhere near it. Not but even? you get like 25? so 25 kilos a probably. big one would probably be one. 80 kilos on the hoof yeah and then once they're dressed down they'd probably be 40 kilos as a hanging carcass yeah but they would eat all of that though to be fair they'd eat absolutely all of every it. bit of it so like they're probably getting 20 22 and a half kilos of meat and marrow off that carcass yeah and then you've the addition of of highly digestible easy to eat meat yeah and like you're cooking that over the fire yeah um delicious and that's it's a food resource that will stay here all year round mm-hmm. uh fish shellfish all those things are readily available like neither are we saying that they're not eating those berries and gooseberries and wild watercress and stuff yeah it's laughable and it's like this this theme of dishonesty mm-hmm. is infuriating so and i get it right yeah you have an athlete who wants to do something cool yeah seems like this is cool yeah he has no fucking idea what he's talking about yeah and then he gets some people who are highly opinionated to talk about something i like there's so many other things we could touch on in the film and i don't know if, if we're wasting like if we want to waste more of people's time listening to it oh wait we, we need such a one thing right what's that uh so remember they talked about estrogen oh okay so um, so they had a study about drinking milk yeah. cow's milk it was done on they said it lowered your men's testosterone levels because so the, the study was done on pregnant cows and it was done on 12 people seven of which were men and the rest were pregnant women and children and so it didn't lower your what was it it, it lowered your testosterone temporarily but it didn't lower your uh, testosterone secretion yeah and th- and then the other thing is they're like uh, uh, what's seven mean what does seven men mean like it means nothing oh it means absolutely nothing yeah like you're talking about in a normal trial you'd have 300 people and there's there's ways of working these out called the power analysis and there's a minimum number of people that you have like for valid like 100% yeah and you do your power analyses to find that out Uh, one really interesting point on that right is they're saying uh, that milk caused inflammation after exercise and you're thinking like that's what you want that's exactly what you exactly want. You what exercise you want. to get inflammation, yeah. to bring about a physiological change, right? People have inflammation as this thing of like, oh, it's I want to get anti like anti-inflammatories. Like everything should be down. Like inflammation is the way you get better physically. Yeah, and obviously you don't want chronic inflammation for a prolonged period. Of course, but not. those small bouts of inflammation is what brings about muscular growth and and physiological change. So. One of the other things as well that's often touted in these documentaries, these plant-based vegan documentaries, is how cows are basically ruining the world and causing <laughs> climate change. So Dara actually had listened to uh, an expert. Yeah, I was at a conference last year. About uh, this year? This year. Probably a few months ago. At it. Yeah, about and, uh, sustainable farming. Yeah, it was about like uh, sustainable. So basically it was a, a conference called Mindscape. Um, it's really good. It's a psychological conference about uh, basically the benefits of, of being outdoors, the benefits of being in nature and the benefits that has on the psychology 
um, of a person and the psychology of an area and a group. And then there was a lot of oh, like general health stuff at the conference as well. Yeah. And this lecture fell in on one of those. Um, I think it was one from DCU or Trinity. Uh, but it's a really interesting fact. So Griff's gonna. So so the study is right. So basically, what a lot of them say is that cows are causing climate change. And the big the big problem with that as well is is when cowspiracy came out, was that so this they took the measurements from cows. All of farming, so they took the emissions from the cows. Okay, they took the emissions from the tractors in the fields. They took like laying laying grass, like from harvesting. They took it from transporting the meat, the cow to the factory, the meat to the supermarkets. Yeah, like anything you could think of, they took into account for emissions. And then, and they compared it to transportation, and they compared it to just the emissions from. Like the the exhaust, basically the planes, the cars, the buses, trains, just those emissions. So nothing else into making those, maintaining the roads, any of that kind of stuff, you know, which is which is a crazy amount. Like it's it's yeah. it's almost undefinable unless you spend years studying this. And so basically, some there's um a study called nutritional and greenhouse gas impacts removing animals from U.S. agriculture. Agriculture. So a lot of times the argument is that you would remove. 18% of the world's greenhouse emissions comes from ag- um, agriculture is what they are saying. So the US is, it contributes to like 20% of the world's greenhouse gas, something crazy. Yeah. That's like it's a massive amount, you know. So they're a very good example and they're a huge country. So, and they eat twice as much meat as the rest of the world on average. So they're a great example of, yeah, yeah. of, of removing of what could happen yeah. if we, if Remove this meat. change is implemented. So the study is nutritional and greenhouse gas impacts removing animals from US agriculture. It's on PNAS proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. Okay. So long story short, what they basically say is that if all of the animals removed from agriculture, the emissions would be 2.6% difference. Yeah. Which is near negligible. Like it's just negligible. Uh, negligible? negligible? Yeah. Negligible. I think if you look at uh, fluctuations from year to year, you're probably yeah. seeing 8, 9, 10% fluctuations from year to year. So, and that's in terms of how long a, a growing season would last, uh, how good ground quality was. Like there's a huge amount of of variables when you're growing plants, when you're uh, in animal husbandry in general. Like there's things like. 20, 24% of the energy is derived from animal foods, 48% of protein, 23 to 100% of people's essential fatty acids comes from animals, up to 67% of essential amino acids, more than 50% of people's vitamin A, B12 and D, choline, riboflavin were from animal products. Like they're, they're arguing that like you're losing a lot of essential. Yeah. Actually, one good point on that, right? And they bring it up Yeah, uh, kind of around halfway through that documentary. They say that... Uh, Oh, people said you can't get essential amino acids from food or from plant-based diet, right? They say, but every plant contains all the essential amino acids. But the ratios are not in the same ratios. No, no. And then they go on to say, well, nobody actually gets enough vitamins, so you should be taking a B vitamin uh, complex anyway. Do you know what is higher than um, vitamin C? You know what's higher vitamin C than an orange? Potato. No, um, livers. Organs, oh, yeah. organ meat has the yeah, highest yeah. amount because that's where it concentrates in the body when the animals eat those vitamins so they cows spend their whole day like ruminant animals all day eating plants all day to digest it and they're accumulating a load of these vitamins minerals and then they're in the organ meat so it's actually if you were going to argue about that that situation it's ridiculous yeah 
I don't take a B12 supplement to my hair and nails and shit haven't fallen out and I haven't got like reduced brain function no. like it's like the statements are ridiculous yeah um, okay I've a, I've a concluder else? on this if you can tell us um, before we conclude any other points that were majorly yeah so like the, the my, my last point right yeah. is uh, so it's kind of two things right so uh, an area where the dishonesty kind of steps over the line for me right I, I get that you want propaganda and you want to get people into whatever school of thought you have right but where it steps over the line for me is when he's talking about the firefighters and he's talking about his father right and he is like he's talking to these guys who are nearly in tears because they're talking about how unhealthy they are yeah. and that they have kids at home and yeah like oh i have two kids and i don't want to die right that's a real fucking emotional thing to hit with people huge and it's when you're being that dishonest with the information that you're giving people yeah and then you're pulling on that kind of emotional base with them towards the end of a of a piece of shit that you've just handed out to them this is where it steps over the line for me so he talks about his father and him not wanting his father to die and then he talks with the firefighters and he's like oh like somebody dropped their blood pressure by like 16 over 2 2 to the uh, which if you came back and tested their blood pressure 20 minutes later your fluctuations are fucking huge right so the first time you go and test people yeah they're this is some random person coming in testing your blood pressure but clearly the, a lot of them didn't look like people who paid a massive amount of attention to their diets who probably ate the standard if American, any attention if any attention and all of a sudden then they start paying attention to their diets and you tell me it's, it's yeah. amazing they had some kind of improvement it's ridiculous like you you could a week later as well yeah it's absolutely yeah. right so I'm uh, that's the biggest disappointment for me is when they go down that like emotion route of like you're gonna die yeah you're not gonna be here for your kids and you're just feeding them absolute bollock sandwiches because that it's like that would be raw with a lot of people a lot yeah. of fathers out there people yeah. in their middle ages whatever even who are, people who have some sort of scientific knowledge would be like oh shit what if this is true yeah exactly like it's 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 not been yeah it's not proven they keep saying that in the whole film like that there's just all the evidence is showing which is no it's not so again like I think in kind of in my part from closing this I just really really want to reiterate that this is not a review of veganism no. and it's not reflective of opinions this is just a review on a very poorly made documentary which was basically presents a lot of false evidence or very misleading and they like contradictory as well at one point they talk about a study um, like studies being supported by the media industry and it's being all the information being clouded and then they talk about a hamburger study where they eat my avocados has avocados and then the study was supported by the has avocado board yeah you know, stuff like that is it's it's it's, a, it's just a very poorly made and like yeah. it's just real sensationalism for a documentary i think it could have been a lot better and i and think look, you, you could made a lot of way better points about veganism i think in terms of us personally right yeah we'd love to see the documentaries coming out where they just actually weigh up the benefits of a plant-based diet yeah they weigh up all the positives of eating more vegetables 100 percent. like for me anyway i'd share a hell of a lot of the same concerns that a huge amount of the vegan population has right yeah i do not support factory farming no i fucking hate that large-scale ag agriculture shit yeah that's like none of the meat i eat is is like that yeah. none of the veg i eat is like wholeheartedly sport vegans and that as well like, yeah you know. And like we're hundred percent behind people making better decisions around their food. Hundred percent oh behind my, that. And like thinking about where it's coming from, and like having looked 
seeing like geez I don't want someone to kill animals for me and I couldn't do that myself so I'm not going to eat meat I think that's an absolutely amazing yeah my respect for people who do that is like I always say it, you know people like those clowns vegan you know I'm like like he's a, f- a phenomenal athlete and yeah. like I support him wholeheartedly and like David and their yeah. their like quest for doing that I think and it's the, it doesn't affect me in one bit no, like and these guys have gone out yeah and thought about these this is the effect I'm having on other living things that are around me right yeah these are thoughts that I've had myself yeah that a lot of the people I'd hang around with yeah have thought about killing things is hard it's incredibly difficult yeah and it's not without huge consequence hundred percent so I think. Veganism is something that does it is very positive. Yeah. We're all for it. But Sensationalism is something we're not yeah, into. And this mis- kind of fear mongering yeah. and misinformation is is not something we'll stand behind. And look, if you disagree with us, yeah, fuck it, we will Hold travel it. to you yeah. or Skype you. Yeah, you can come on the podcast. You can have a chat with us if you just want to email us. Yeah, yeah. Send us an email. Yeah, we'll uh, Some people actually messaged me. They were like, oh, "I'm vegan as well," and I thought it was a bit ridiculous to documentary. Yeah. A lot of people did ask us to, to our thoughts on this and uh, about game changers. So it's not just something we're just immediately trying to shoot down any kind of plant based uh, propaganda. Like no, it's really, not really not. Dear. If if they had made a very well good documentary, I'd have been like, "You should definitely go watch and make some great points." And like yeah. we said at the start, if someone made a fucking carnivore documentary. And said oh how my God. great it was. I, we'd be the first people to tell them, like, if they had as many ridiculous statements. If, if Sean f- Baker, the guy who says you should just eat meat, right? Yeah. Uh, if Sean Baker made a documentary and it came out like this, yeah, I would tear it apart just as fast. Yeah. Because I, th- I think people would fall in behind that without having the yeah. same process of thought yeah. without making the same sacrifice. People, people have, though, is the yeah. problem. Which and I think, like, Mark Bell there promoting the vegan or carnivore diet is it's um it's a very it's a very poor it's just not on really i suppose no, no, it's, no, no. it's um like p sean baker's one is interesting i think he gets a lot of people it's because he's a um, very well educated very articulate mm-hmm. very intelligent man and he, he kind of lulls <laughs> people into this yeah we're not going to talk about that he actually did a blood test oh did he oh yeah oh yeah and, yeah and uh revealed it on the podcast and the blood test was outrageous there were not great bloods yeah, we're not um well, we won't get into that today but i suppose long story short veganism is something we're all for this documentary is terrible and <laughs> it's it's a it's unfortunate that it's reached so many people and it's yeah it's a very well made like the quality documentary it's, it's so good it's a yeah. great like so in terms of review of the actual documentary it's a great documentary it's like it no, visually, it's, visually it's great. Off. The cinematography, the videography yeah. of it is is really good. It's very well made documentary. They got some good people. The CGI. if you turn the sound off and put like Chinese subtitles on it, yeah. assuming you can't read Chinese, uh, well, I, can, I don't know about you. I can. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Okay, thank you.